When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star Season 7, Episode 10, titled The Kennedy Davenport Center Honors Hall of Shame. Oh, Shade. Hall of Shade. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two amazing co-hosts. First, from the podcast, Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo, please say... I can't remember his name. <laughs> to Nathan Brown. Hello, Nathan Brown. Hey, Joe. How are you? You're back from your multi-week break from from good old um, Europe. Europe, eh? Bonjour, lady. Bonjour, lady. Yeah, and by the way, if you wanted to hear Nathan disparage people from Europe, you can do that over at um, patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Of all the countries you went to, Nathan, which was your least favorite? I will say France. Which is a great place, but I had been there before, so I was doing, like, not the top-tier tourist stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go see the Mona Lisa, I went and saw the other shit. So that's yeah. why it was my least favourite. Oh. Because you were complaining about the people first. Ugh, oh, they're the worst. Were they they're rude the worst. They're so rude. They just, like, look right through you. They're not nice. Yeah. Well, they hate tourists, and I think, like, yeah. that's nothing new. But mm-hmm. the nasty bits of work, the old French. Yeah. yeah no yeah, offense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know French any people. French people. I don't think any French people who listen. I should look. They I don't mean, listen because they do... they're not cultured. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. For this show, uh, <laughs> they don't break it down. They they break it down by country for us. Um, all right. I would introduce. So let me tell everyone what's happening. Oh yeah. I want to introduce our next co-host, but. As is usually the case with this co-host, there's drama, right? So mm-hmm. she's having a Peloton delivered as we speak, okay? And Peloton did a dropped a bombshell on her just a few minutes ago. <laughs> and they asked for an unreasonable piece of information. <laughs> they asked her for her Wi-Fi password, and now she and her fiancé, Star are desperately trying to find their Wi-Fi password. So let me just say it. And from Bloody Podcast, please say... I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know where they go. To, <laughs> to Lori Rockingcamp. Hello, Lori Rockingcamp. We're not oh, hearing she's on you. Mute. Hello. Oh, there we go. Hello, there she is. Seamless. Seamless. Did you get your uh, Wi-Fi password? I did not know. So what are you, what are you, what are, what do you plan to do when the um uh, cry? I don't know. You're just gonna tell him, look, like it's it's a inside joke of a password, but I forget it. But it was clever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, we laughed. Oh boy, did we laugh. How does one reset you? I mean, there must be a way without I found calling it. the I company. Found it. I found it. Oh, you found. Oh, okay. 
Okay, hold on one second. Sorry. Okay. Lori, this is oh, very big news. Lori has found her Wi-Fi password. So she did I write it, it down oh, somewhere. Wow. Okay. All right. So now, uh, I'm not going to say what it is, but it's a TV show that I, I haven't watched in years. Why would that mm-hmm. be? <laughs> Just RuPaul's tell us. Drag Race. Uh, Degrassi. Why would that? Yeah. <clears throat> but nice. it's a this reference is- to the TV show Degrassi. Yeah, yeah. This is what we've been dealing with the entire time on Just Between Us Girls. So if you're missing that kind of content, go over to patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Join the executive level. Also, what you could do if you're an Apple podcast, just scroll right up and uh, hit subscribe. And you, you'll get it right the same time that everybody gets it right in your Apple podcast feed. Do that today. Oh, by the way, and I mentioned this before. I put the link last time. Everything that we've done through 2020 is available to you to listen to free of charge. We'll call it freemium, if you will. Ha 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 ha. Maybe you'll fall in love with the content. Be like, you know what? I'm going to sign up over at patreon.com. All right. You guys should. There's a lot of good. I I mean, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but (laughs) I'm on it a lot. So. Well, somebody told me, somebody told me, they called me and said that they've been listening to a lot of the old content uh themselves but they'll pick a whole show so they'll listen to all of fighting prince charming or they'll listen to all of sydney gays or all of you know uh murder tonight you know they listen to all these shows so oh yeah i do it a lot too because i like to hear the sound of my own voice so i i i I can listen to a show the week it comes out and then after that week is done i can never listen to it again oh really really weird see Mm -hmm. i'll i'll listen to it and i'll be like (laughs) i'm funny so, yeah, we have a thing called Afterthought Radio, which, by the way, everyone's welcome to listen to. If you want to get the Afterthought Radio link, uh, hit me up at JoeBatanzaAfterthought.media. But the point, I should probably put it in my Twitter profile or something. But the point I'm making, though, is that um, I can't listen to it. I find it very cringy to listen to my old stuff. I, I get that way sometimes with um, longer episodes, but shorter episodes, like small episodes, like on the yeah. Patreon, I'm, I'm fine with mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, no one can get through your longer episodes, Laurie. Like, that's not just a you thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 Sure, yeah. How are your podcasts going, Nathan? They're all right. Oh, shit, <laughs> Have you had many listener? <laughs> I, would, I would love it if both of you emailed me privately your numbers, and I could see who had bigger numbers. Which one do you think is bigger, Laurie? Bravo, Bravo. Okay, wait, Nathan first. Between your two shows, Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo, and... um. Breaking down bad books. Which one is the bigger show? I imagine the Bravo. Bravo. The Bravo yeah. one, yeah. Do you think... I know my numbers. Jo- uh, what are your numbers, uh, Nathan? I don't be, pe- uh, do you feel comfortable saying this on the end? No, you go first. Uh, I think the last... Our last episode, we had 500 listeners. Oh, that's pretty good. Good job. Thank you. Nathan? For, for Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo, we get about 1.5k... Per episode. Wow. Wow, is that true? That's yeah. awesome, dude. That's yeah. Well but you know, I don't believe in stats. Like Wait, that could so be Bravo, completely wrong. Well, Bravo's very popular. Because I was yeah. just pulling a number out of my yeah. butt. I actually don't yeah. know my numbers. So what about breaking down bad books? Much less. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. People don't want to hear about books. But Bravo by the way, Lauren. People don't like to that... read anymore. Unless they're reading. I but here let me tell you something. So I tell this Nathan, this make this all makes sense. I go, oh, you, you've never invited me on any of your shows. And he goes, um, 
oh, do you want to come on Breaking Bad Books or whatever? And I was like, oh, okay, sure. But meanwhile, he was like, he's putting me on the one that no one hears. (laughs) You know who you should have on Bravo, Bravo, having Bravo is Maria. She's a big Bravo person. Oh, Oh. I think they're here. Hold on. Oh, 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 this is very exciting. We're going to get first. Okay, so for everyone listening in the public feed, we're going to cut this because I know you don't want to hear it. We'll jump right to the... um, Okay, on the public feed, we are back from Lori fixing her Peloton. So, this week, the queens are inducted into the Kennedy Davenport Center for Shade. On the runway, the category is all glowed up. Jinx Monsoon and Trinity Tuck are named the top two all-stars of the week and both receive a legendary legend star before duking it out in a lip-sync battle for their legacies. After all was said and done, Jinx was named the winner of the lip-sync, but no one got blocked, leaving all eligible for a star Next week, ladies, name two things like about the episode. One thing you did not. Let's start with you, Lorian K. Peloton. Uh, <laughs> why don't you tell us uh, what you what the two things you liked about the episode? The one thing you did not. The two things I like. I love the roast. I thought the roast was great. Um, mm-hmm. I what else did I love? Uh, I love the workroom, like the um, them talking. I thought that was fi- very fun. I mean, I, which is a thing that happens every episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I overall, loved, I just uh, that drag queen who hosted the show. Yeah, I loved the wigs. Yeah, I love the dresses, um, the pretty dresses. Yeah, I like the, I like the drag aspect of it. Yeah, I love to have men dressing up as women. Oh, and we have um, all genders dressing up as women. Actually, I guess the main thing I don't, I, I guess I, I, I sort of was hoping for like more of a change at the end. But there really wasn't. It was just that they weren't blocking anyone, which kind of yeah. makes sense. So, I don't know. That was that was the only. I, I don't really. Ha- I mean, I'm nitpicking at this point. I don't really have anything, mm-hmm. you know, too too bad to say. I like I like the episode a lot. All right, fair enough. What about you, Nathan Brown? For me, I loved Wintergreen. I thought that was mm-hmm. so fun to see her come back mm-hmm. and to do the Kennedy Trey didn't like the session speech was just. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Like, I would never have guessed that that's what I needed, but it was wonderful. And even, Mm -hmm. like, in Untucked, Sarge is there in drag doing the camera work, so I thought it was fantastic. I also loved the balloon popping challenge. Mm -hmm. I wish they would do this every season, just like a reading challenge. I just love Mm -hmm. seeing them thrust into the pit crew. What a hoot. And the one thing I didn't like was the runway theme, because I feel like every time a queen has tried to do a light-up dress, it's never worked. Mm -hmm. So it was weird... For me, like, it was an odd choice to just be like, well, let's do a whole runway where it won't really work. And, like, they did dim the lights, but you still couldn't see. I I just didn't like it. All right, very good. Okay, guys, uh, let's get right into the episode here. Uh, After the lip sync, Monet is thrilled to be in the two-star club, while Raja fumes after learning there is no plunger secret. Trinity points out Jinx has again pulled ahead, and Shay and Monet feel there are two spots locked in for the finale, Jada and Jinx. The next day, the Queen's are set to be featured at the Kennedy Davenport Center Honors Hall of Shade and will need to come up with a hilarious row set about their fellow queens and the judges panel. To choose the order, each queen pops a balloon by by thrusting on a pit crew member, revealing a color of confetti, which corresponds with a spot in the lineup. The run of show is as follows. Raja, Evie, Shade, Jinx, Trinity, Monet, and Jada, with Viv as the closer. Let's start with Nathan, Nathan Brown. Uh, Nathan Brown, any thoughts on the on the opening act on the the next day in the workroom? Any big thoughts there? 
It was just fun to see Raja walking in with this whole secret of the Platinum Plunger knowledge. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. do you guys think if they ever do this format again where no one gets eliminated, that they will have a Platinum Plunger secret? Like, they will bring that in, right? I don't know. What would the secret be? I don't know. Well, it it could be knowledge about the next task, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Well, I mean... I don't know. I don't know how well that would help you. I mean, they tell them about the next task in the beginning of the episode and, you know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. them just having That's a little true. bit more knowledge of it. Yeah. Um, I, although I do feel like, yeah, I don't know what it would be, but I feel like that would be a smart thing or, you know, they can choose to do something to another girl, like take away time from, from them pre- prepping for uh, one yeah. of their times mm-hmm. or something like that. I feel like it. they probably won't do the plunger again because I think they've missed an opportunity with having the other person who didn't win the lip sync not have to reveal who they would have blocked. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that was always a source of drama with the lipsticks. Yeah. So I feel like they might go back to a lipstick sort of thing. But anyway, that's all hypothetical. It doesn't really matter. Well, I feel like for this season, though, I, I agree with you, but I feel like for this season, the I think the theme of the season has been to keep it drama free. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like... Not every nobody really wants to kind of be like have it be difficult for them or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, although it's super embarrassing for Shay at the moment, like how cringe. That's what I wanted to talk about because I've been trying to work it out in my head. But they're like, oh well, she needs to win two weeks in a row. But I, and I was thinking, well, even if she wins two weeks in a row, does that might not even guarantee mm-hmm. that she is in the top four? Because you already have. Let's say pretend that this episode hasn't happened yet. You already have Jinx, uh, Trinity. Is Trinity have three? No. She only gets it this episode. Okay. So you have Jinx and Jada have two and three. I thought she had three already. No, you're right. So she only only has no. Yeah. Jinx and Jada have three at this stage, right? Which means two queens can match them. And so even if Shay wins, one person's going to win their third star. And then. Either one of the three stars already wins again and makes them four. Yeah, there's no way I can see. There's no math. If, unless they change things to a Mario Party style, mm-hmm. I don't think mathematically there's any way for Shay to be in the top four. Is she thinking if she ties for like a fourth spot in the finale, then then there'd be a tiebreaker situation? Yeah, she, well, she, she even said that there, or I don't know if it was her or somebody. I think they're planning on it being a tie a tiebreaker situation. But I think, honestly, I think Shay, in my opinion, I think Shay's planning for, like, there being a, a star grab where she can mm. grab more stars later on. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I'm, try- I'm trying to really go through this. So I'm, I'm, I'm writing everybody down, right? So Trinity has two right now. And then who else is there? Monet's got two. two. Raja. Oh, Evie has two. two. Yeah. Um, Viv has two. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, yeah. So then the last one is Shay with one. So like if we look at this, if Shay wins one more week, okay, mm-hmm. let's say let's say Jada and Jinx don't win anymore. Okay, they're done. If she if Shay wins one more week, that means now let's say I'm just gonna go down the list. Let's say Raja wins. Mm-hmm. She has three now. Okay. But now Shay is tied with the other ones for two. Then we go into another episode. Yeah, there's no way. If then she goes into another episode, one of two things can happen. Either 
Shay wins again, and Jada, Jinx, and Raja win again, and they have four. One of them has four, and then she has three. Okay. Um. Oh, I guess in that case she would win. She would be in the top four. Um. But I mean, yeah. This is all moot because Shay is not going to like unless it's like a you know, uh, be a you know surface level <laughs> accomplished person mm-hmm. in a you know a mediocre challenge challenge. Mm-hmm. She's not going to win. Like mm-hmm. she she just doesn't have. She's she's just definitely unfortunately she's just definitely the bottom. Yeah. So you know. It, it it's possible for her to win, but highly unlikely at this point in time. Yeah, but I think now, yeah, kaput. Oh yeah, now. Oh yeah. Okay, let's look at now because now Jinx has four, right? Oh, so she got mm-hmm. plus zero. Okay, so plus, and then Trinity has three, um, plus one, and then Trinity has plus one. So now she's at equals four, equals three, equals three. Yeah, like. If Shay wins, the most she can have is two, but whoever wins is going to take that fourth spot. If it's someone who doesn't have it, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, in other words, Raja, Monet, Evie... Because right now, it's at three, three... Uh, Jinx has four, three, three, and then the rest have two, okay? So, if Shay wins, and let's say you give it to Jada, well, now she has four. If you give it to Jinx, now she has five. If you give it to Trinity, now she has four. And then the other ones, they'd be tied with the the, the three, but still, the, the most Shay would have is two. Somebody else will yeah. always have more. She's, there's no way. She's out. I wouldn't be surprised unless, if they, yeah, they do unless more, they do like the a star Mario for a party. mini challenge, a yes. two stars yes. for one challenge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I thought 100%. that we might yes. be going into that territory with this all star rules have been suspended. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, here we go. And I was surprised yeah. it was just the ending of the blocking. Yeah. Um, yes. But regardless 100%. of all of that, the thing that I think, again, is that she's not going to, like, e- e- if they have a star grab mm-hmm. where they have, you know, you can earn Who a bunch of star? points. Oh, somebody grabbed Star Lori. Call the police. Is it the Peloton instructor? I grabbed her by the pussy. Oh. What? Is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. Oh, okay. Um, They left already. They left already? Yeah, they left already. They oh. were really nice. They didn't say bye to us. Um, yeah, they did. The oh. hot, the hot one that you guys liked. He he waved it. He waved at you guys, but Ooh. I had it on me. I had dead locked on me, so I didn't show you. Oh. You guys liked one of them. Yeah, they liked the tall, guy, the tall guy. guy. Yeah, the tall skinny guy. Of course. Yeah. So, um, even if they wanted to, they still had. She's the if they have a star grab it still means that other the other queens can still grab stars. So, like, let's say Shay gets three... Let's say Shay gets four stars. Mm-hmm. Do we not think that Jinx is also going to get some stars? Like, there's no way that she's going to... I don't know how they're going to do it, but that's the tricky pickle they run into. Because if, let's say, they do it where, like, oh, for this one, you get 12 stars or something like that. Well, then, <laughs> what was the point of Jinx yeah. and Jada and Shay winning all those stars unless you know what could be kind of fairer is if they're like you know what uh jinx and jada and trinity are locked in but that fourth spot 
we can do this thing where it's like eight stars for this and ten stars. Because then it's a little bit more fair. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I would feel pretty shitty if I was like, you know, the Vivian or somebody and I was having to lip sync for my life against Shay, who has not brought it like over and above at least, you know, basically the whole time. So The Viv better be in the top floor just because I just cannot deal with her fucking bitching the entire time. <laughs> she is so sensitive, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Let's move. Lori, have you said everything you want to say about the top of the show? By the way, I had to look up who Solomon Giorgio was. Do you guys know who he is? Did you know who he was, Lorio? Yeah, Lorio. A- Lorio. Did you know who he was, Lorio? <laughs> Solomon Lorio? Yes, I did. <laughs> He's a great comedy writer. Uh, Has okay, he stolen maybe. any jokes? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah. Um. No, he's great. I, I, I don't know if I've heard him do roasts before, but I could be wrong. But I feel like this would have been a good one where Nikki Glaser could have been in because she was. I think they should have switched them. I think Solomon should have been in the first one, and he sh- she should have been in this one because mm-hmm. Nikki Glaser became famous, became popular by doing roasts. So, yeah. but yeah, I think he did a good job. Well, what I want to know is why they had Solomon Giorgio as a coach. He should have been there as the judge. He would have seen the roast and see if they did a good job or not. Yeah, well, yeah. they I had mean, this Ronan Farrow. No, you guys don't know. Ronan Farrow has a, a very vast comedy background. <laughs> yeah, sure does. He's he's fucking John Favreau, who's uh, not John uh, Favreau. He's fucking um, John Lovitz. Oh, John Lovitz. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and I uh, John John Favreau's hot. This, now this is not yeah. John Favreau the director. This is John Favreau from Pots of America. Yeah. yeah. So you know, they're a co- they're a comedy couple. You know, I don't Ronan... think John Favreau the director is unattractive. No, he's not. But that's not who I'm talking mm. about though. But let me tell mm. you something though. He's definitely this, attractive uh, in Chef. Yeah. Let me tell you this though. This Ronan Farrow is so tricky. Okay. Mm-hmm. He should go and kiss at the people at RuPaul's Drag Race. He is one of those people who's very angle sensitive. So there are some angles of Ronan Farrow where you're like, oh, he's a really good looking guy. And mm-hmm. then there's some angles where you're like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> his nose, his nose is, yeah. is I mean, I, I, I fear him sneezing. That nose mm-hmm. looks so fragile. Yeah. Oh, you think he had nose work? Oh yeah, I think he's he's got Michael Jackson nose for sure. Oh, does he? Well, you know what's fine? I can't believe we're ripping on Ronan Farrow right now. But it's so bad. You know I what? feel like children <laughs> will will be molested. It's funny that you say that because they, you know they were playing him make his comments during um, the runway stuff, and there, I have two things to say about it. One, his comments were way too smart for our the audience. Right? Mm-hmm. He was like, <laughs> he would say things like, uh. God, he's hotter than a Faraday scale. And you're like, wait, what? What is what is, <laughs> yeah. like, like Yeah, Dennis this, Miller over here. Yeah, okay. This, this is like this this what this is more scandalous than the teapot dome scandal of nineteen nineteen. <laughs> and you're like, what? His notes were like his jokes were like super like there was one where he made a joke about Brian Dennehy from the movie Cocoon. Uh call Brian Dennehy and like can can come out of the cocoon. The other thing I was gonna say, I've just been doing it, is he sounds like a straight black man doing an impression <laughs> of a gay white man. Did you notice that, Laurie? He sounded like, you know, like Dave Chappelle doing an impression of a gay white man. Like, yeah. She better put her uh, he d- clothes he d- back on. She's looking really he did kinda, He does kind of have, yeah, Dave Chappelle. He sounds like he took 
He sounds like an alien who yeah. came down and was like, how do white people talk? And then he watched a Dave Chappelle special <laughs> yes, and was like, yes. oh, this is how white people talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, like if there were like an Indian company that was making AI voices, and like, well, we need like a really generic white gay man. And it was like, make sure and buy this, this month's issue of GQ magazine. We have a special feature with um, Mia Farrow, my mom. She's going to give you a tour around the house. I love this roast of Ronan Farrow. That's great. Yeah. Well, I just, I love how he, like, couldn't even deliver the joke that he had in the beginning of his intro. Like, and it's like, oh, great. He's going to judge the roast. It was actually, it came off as creepy and RuPaul didn't comment. Like, RuPaul, okay, so everyone who does, he goes, RuPaul goes, and Ronan Farrow. And he goes, (laughs) hi, Ro, I've been bugging the shit out of you at the supermarket to come on here. Thanks for having me. And usually, usually she'll be like, oh, don't worry about it. We're happy to have you. And they were just like, okay, this week the girls. And like, oh. Yeah. She just started laughing. Yeah. Well, she, she said, said that. La- yeah. She said, glad we could finally have you on. And I was like, yeah. Right. yeah. It sounds like yeah. he was begging to be on and you were just. Well, you know, he him. threatened yeah. her. He threatened her with one of his exposés. He's like, yeah. Uh, be really, you know, I, I, I saw the other day that in 1996, you were spending a lot of time with some underage boys. Sure'd be ashamed to see that published in GQ. <laughs> anyway, when can I come on the show? Well, at the grocery well, store. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's just one of those things where it's like she just RuPaul just doesn't know who he is. You know, not a clue. Oh, no, 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 no. RuPaul, I, no, 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 no. RuPaul knows who he is. He's oh, really? the fucking son of Mia Farrow and supposedly Woody Allen. Even though I do con- subscribe to the theory that's Frank Sinatra. No, um, that knows that knows is Woody Allen all the way. <laughs> Have you seen the side by sides of Mia Farrow and Frank Sinatra? Not Mia, of Ronan Farrow and Frank Sinatra. Yeah, but I've also seen his nose. <laughs> I can't get over it, guys. Now it's, I gotta see Ronan Farrow's bad. nose. Bad. It is bad. I I feel like he's 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 Let had some surgery. Ronan Farrow nose. It looks like he has a oh. normal nose. No, oh, it does look a bit delicate. No, 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 no. You're right, Lori, because I'm seeing an old one and a new one. You're yes, right. it's he a bit narrowed. Trinity the Tuck with the nostrils. Yeah, you know I what? You're right. I was saying that. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I said it. I go. It looks like it literally looks like Ronan Farrow could be Trinity the Tuck's son. Yeah, you <laughs> know what? what? Like. You know what? I Lori. said that last night. Yeah, she did. I did. Star, can, star vouch for me. You're mm-hmm. right because I'm looking at old pictures of him, and he has no. He has a perfectly normal masculine nose, and now it's like. The thinnest of noses. <laughs> Which is so funny. Yeah. Why do people want a thin nose? You know, I saw this uh, Top Gun Maverick yesterday. And I noticed that this Tom Cruise has a very prominent, I wouldn't call it a big nose, but it's a very prominent on the larger side nose. And he's considered universally a very handsome man, even with all the work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, And I know a lot of very handsome men who have big noses. Um, why do you think that I, I, I think women I, I, why do you think you this Ronan Farrow again tell me Lori why does Ronan Farrow have a nose job probably because he's self-conscious I mean I think that I, I've never understood people who are comment on other people's noses like it just doesn't make <laughs> sense it's like it's it's what you're born with who gives a shit like it's You've that done height for five minutes <laughs> yeah 
No, yeah, no, wait no. Wait a minute, Lori. Wait, he had surgery on his nose. That's different. You've just no. Neither one of us noticed his nose. He's had surgery on his nose. That's different. On an original nose. <laughs> on an original nose, I would not comment. But he's clearly had surgery Lori, on his nose. You texted me that he should change his name to Roman <laughs> Narrow because his nose was so thin. Yeah. Because he's narrowly walking a line of being a looking like a pedophile yeah. with that nose. Yeah. Uh, no. Wait, he, wait, wait, wait. Are pedophiles known for having thin noses? <laughs> yeah, the biggest one, Michael Jackson. He had a thin nose. I think I would think Michael Jackson had no nose. Well, Ronan Farrow's getting there. Uh, no, I I would say like an original nose. Somebody's original nose that they're born with. It's like the it, society makes you feel self conscious about it. You know, and and I don't I don't get it. I don't get why we, you know, it's like judging somebody based off their height. You know, I want the I want the record to state once again that Lori was the one that brought up Ronan Farrow's nose. But it's a it was done cosmetically. If you do if you do plastic surgery, I feel like gloves are off because then it's like okay, well then you you know you altered yourself. So I don't know. That's my that's that's the court of Lori. All right. In the <laughs> workroom, Viv runs out of ways to poke fun at her British roots while Jinx sees the finish line with three stars and a challenge that is in her wheelhouse. Shay needs to win the next two weeks, and the other queens share their strategy to make the final four. Trinity laments past Rose flops, and Jinx offers to help polish her jokes since Trinity helped her in the design challenges. On the main stage, the queens workshop their material with the hilarious, well, with Ross Matthews and <laughs> comedian Solemn George, Solomon Giorgio. Let's start with Laurie Rogan Camp. Any big thoughts on anything that happened in the workroom and the main stage with the workshop? Anything, Laurie? I was a little frustrated with Trinity. I will say, mm-hmm. I felt like she kind of really let an opportunity go where Jinx goes, if you need somebody to like help you with jokes, if you need somebody to, you know, lean on me. And she sort of just definitely like looked over that and was like, oh, I'm not going to be doing, you know, and doing that. And I was just like, you're somebody who's, naturally funny who's this is their wheelhouse is offering you you know uh to help you why wouldn't you go for it mm-hmm. so that was the only thing that was frustrating me about that workroom i i think maybe off camera that she did get some help because she did well yeah <laughs> wait wait hold on Lori, how did star hear that she didn't she just said yeah <laughs> at the right time suspicious but okay go ahead nathan i'm sorry oh just saying yeah i think i think jinx did help trinity because trinity did much better than expected. Mm, I don't know. Jinx at least helped her shape the jokes, if anything. I don't know. Maybe somebody did. Um, but, uh, y- you know, maybe... It- I was to say, surely but they would have written jokes beforehand, right? They know who the winners are going on an all-winners season. You'd have something in the can. Yeah, and you could get... You could hire a writer to do well, that, too. Well, there was one season, I think the one where Farrah bombed, where there was a rumor that they brought in a professional comedian who worked with some of them, but not all of them. You know, Um, yeah. So maybe they brought in a comedian to come in to help them, like, just polish it up. Uh, Okay, let's move on. Uh, It's run. It's roast day and the queens are tightening their material. Shay knows it's now or never to make the finale while the Twitter Alliance debates who to slow down with the final block. Jinx mocks the Twitter Alliance by pretending to strategize with Shay and Jada while Evie and Raja bond over having two stars. Start with you, Nathan. Anything big on the runway day that you wanted to talk about? Not really. I do enjoy always seeing Trinity and Monet scheme. Like, even though it's mm-hmm. always pointless, I just enjoy that mm-hmm. there's one scene of that every episode. 
And I didn't notice it on the first watch, but on the second watch, I was like, wow, we're spending a lot of time on who to block considering there's no blocking. It felt kind of pointless. Yeah, I I wrote that down. (laughs) I wrote that down as a note. Laurie, what about you? Any big thoughts? Uh, I, yeah, that's what I felt too. I felt like they were, I felt like the producers were un, like, not, it was unnecessary for them to spend so much time on like, I, like Jinx was like, I can't figure out who to block. Like, what do, what do we do? You know, mm-hmm. whoever you block it, that, that's it. That's the game. And it was just like, okay. And then as soon as they mentioned there was no blocking, I'd be like, oh, well that was yeah. 10 minutes of my life. I'll never get back. Yeah. All right. I want to go back. I, I should have mentioned this back at the workshop for them on the main stage. One Ross's joke suggestions were so bad. Here mm-hmm. you have this like comedy superstar jinx preventing her jokes. And Ross is like, you should put butt fay. Yeah. And Jinx is like, I'll write that down. I'm like, oh, thank God she didn't say that horrible she, joke. Did you see the way she was doing that? I felt like she was writing it like, I know this is gonna look so great with the with the uh podcast but mm-hmm. i felt like she was writing it where it's like clear she's not actually writing it where she was like oh i'll write that down yeah that's yeah. great that looks yeah. great I, oh, yeah. oh, writing down, okay. I will never say this joke yeah <laughs> like um, not even pen not even pen not even touching paper yeah like it's just like yeah let me write that down and then shay she was doing her jokes and i wrote down she's one of these people like she's actually not an unfunny person just talking but and i've seen this in stand-up comedy often is when actors do stand-up comedy but she was doing it where, like, she's going to teach you. She's going to Her stand is going to be that she teaches you, you know? And she's like, um, you know, Evie Oddly. I think it was the poet, you know, Maya <laughs> Angelou who said, and you're like, what fucking row starts with, like, quoting a poet, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it the was war, Cicero. The yeah. War of 1716 yeah. had many, many, <laughs> lost many lives. I remember you know, I saw this comic like, go up okay. once for her first time, and she was like, she brought up like a long quote. She was Kanye West says, and I'm like, <laughs> no, Kanye West said nothing. All right, well, why don't we do this? We are overdue. Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we are going to talk about the rest of the episode. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. All right. I got to get something off my chest. By the time I finish watching RuPaul's Drag Race two times, recording two different shows about it, and spending my entire week around RuPaul's Drag Race, the last thing I want to do is listen to other podcasts about RuPaul's Drag Race. But people are constantly saying, do you listen to this podcast or that podcast? And I'll be honest with you. I don't because I barely have time to record the one that I do. And I this 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 sits on me on my chest. So I have to get it off my chest because I'm like is this hindering my growth as a creator? So I'm glad I told you guys this so you guys can stop recommending shows or asking me if I listen to Race Chaser or Sibling Rivalry. We all carry around different stressors by the way, big, small, serious, silly. And when we keep them bottled up, It can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. Can you imagine if I went to therapy with this? And to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I have benefited tremendously from therapy. Tremendously. And it's a way for me to work out 
different problems that I've had. And I've shared those problems with you before. If you have stressors in your life, you need to talk them out. That's how you release the toxicity is by talking it out. And therapy can help do that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. When they designed it, they designed it to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire and they'll match you with a licensed therapist. And by the way, if you don't like your therapist, you can just switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's actually talk about the Hall of Shade Roast. Uh, Lori, one of the reasons I was glad you were on this episode is that you are, you know, one of the most revered comics in the Los Angeles comedy, stand-up comedy, sketch comedy, improv comedy scene. You are an icon in that scene, and who better to have on for the Roast Challenge than Lori and Kay Rockenkamp. Let's go through um, drag queen by drag queen here. The first one up, I have my one word take on it, but the first one up is Raja. Uh, let's start with you, Lori, since you are the icon. What was your take on Raja? So I will say this. Yeah. I feel like Raja did a good job, but she she stumbled in the beginning, and I think that's why she didn't win. I think if she had come on with a little more energy, she did this thing in uh in the beginning where she like kind of tried to do her eartha eartha kit voice a little bit where she's like you know she said something like shade or something Mm -hmm. like that and i felt like that kind of took out a lot of the energy because it was a the the hard thing with roasting is you have to be very you have to stay on rhythm Mm -hmm. and when you go off that rhythm it can kind of it throws people and i Mm -hmm. think that um that through her and it took her a little bit of time to get back up not a lot but through a little bit of time also i felt like i mean i'm probably gonna get hate for this but i felt like winter green mm-hmm. up until she started talking was funny and then mm-hmm. she did that kind of racist like rendition of uh, kennedy davenport mm-hmm. and it just didn't make sense and then i think it kind of like cut the the funniness and then it really caused Raja to have to kind of work that much more Mm -hmm. to kind of get the energy back. So what about you, Nathan? Overall, I thought she did well. I thought her jokes in rehearsal were funnier than what was shown. Like the, the Mm -hmm. rolling up a fatty, which is how they get jinx into the building. Like I thought that was funny. And so I was surprised that it didn't show Mm -hmm. up in her actual um, set, but I thought she, I thought she did a good job. And I liked the joke about her Uber driver having more stars than Shay. I thought that was fun. So I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was okay. 
Yeah. I just wrote fine. It was fine. All right. Next, we have Evie oddly doing her rose. Let's start with Nathan this time. We're going to we're going to volley back and forth more. Nathan, what about you? You're taking Evie oddly. So the thing with Evie oddly is she's being so condescending to Shay about only having one star when she only has earned one star. So I think she's yeah. being fucking ballsy there. And mm-hmm. she wasn't amazing, but her Jinx impression with the hairline did make me laugh. So okay. she was fine. All right. Laurie. Um, so I don't know if you guys know, but I have a similar joke to what uh, Evie did with the uh, Jinx hairline. I had a joke when I got LASIK eye surgery for a while. I had a joke where I said I got LASIK eye, sur- eye surgery because I looked in the mirror and thought, yeah, I need to lose <laughs> glasses. That's what. Uh, Thank you. I'll be at the Haha Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Over there on Lancashire. For the rest of the week. Try the yeah. deal. Uh, I thought Evie was fine. I think they, they, they she was fine. She, All right. she had the, the hairline thing was funny. Mm-hmm. I do agree with Nathan. I think that she kind of, she, she focused on Shay too much. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Next we have Shay Coulee. Uh, Lori, you know what? During the week, maybe you and I should do a deep dive. We'll actually analyze the jokes, but, uh, okay. but Shay, your big thoughts on Shay, Lori, we'll start with you. I kind of get what you were saying in the, I, th- I kind of think you felt, sorry, let me start over. You hit it on the head in the workroom when she was doing the, when she was with Solomon. And I felt that way here. I felt like she wasn't necessarily, it, it doesn't come from a place of like, I'm going to tell you some jokes. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to present my, myself to you or yeah. I'm going to teach you something. And it, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just didn't come off. She did a fine job, but it just didn't come off as like humorous or, or jokey and it could have just been her nerves but mm-hmm. it, i i mean she it was acceptable but it wasn't extraordinary uh nathan yeah i thought it was pretty shit i thought her run with the skinny little bitch jokes like <laughs> needed a twist at the end like it just was like oh same 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 no payoff mm-hmm. so yeah no. i didn't enjoy it uh all right next we have down uh now the run we have next we have jinx monsoon uh oh wait did you talk about shay's Nathan? Yeah, the shit. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Nathan, let's start with you on Jinx. I thought she was amazing. Like, you mentioned Shay not doing it artfully, and I think everything Jinx said was presented so well. Like, the, the pauses, it just mm-hmm. flowed so well, and they were good jokes, so I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Laurie? I mean, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. It was a masterclass in, in roasting, in my opinion, and also, it was like she was able to take, you know, jokes that have done, been done before, mm-hmm. but put new life into them. Yeah. And so I, I thought it was great. Uh, I put I, I so on the ones that were good, I ranked them, and I put this one was the best. I put this one was yes. the best. I uh, mean, head head and shoulders above. I mean, yeah. it, the the next person who I personally don't think is Trinity, but the next person who I think did a really good job. I mean, in in a normal season, probably would have been just safe. Wouldn't even yeah. have been in the top, yeah. top two. All right. Next, we have Trinity the Tuck. Uh, let's start with you, Lori. So, I mean, I feel like 
this one, I don't think she should have won. I don't think mm-hmm. she should have been in the top two. I think she got in the top two because she was able to complete sentences. Yeah. <laughs> so she had some funny moments. I will say mm-hmm. that. She had some, definitely had some funny moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but she definitely messed up a lot of her wording sometimes. You could tell she was nervous and she messed, she would, you know, uh, uh, like walk all over her laughs you know she would step on her laughs all the time she would um you know her time timing wasn't great like just m- much like what i'm doing right now where i'm kind of you know having run on sentences and not really understanding where i'm at mm-hmm. um i just felt like she it was towards the end it was kind of more concise but overall i just i didn't think it was that great uh okay nathan what about you I thought she was really good. I would have put her in the top two. I didn't really notice um, the issues you were talking about, Laurie. Looking back on it, I can sort of see that. But I think she said jokes that have been done before, but I still found them funny in the moment, and I was having a good time watching it. So, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think I side more with Laurie. I think she was fine. She, she did jokes we've heard a million times before, which kind of lends credence to the whole maybe a comic came in and worked with them. She's done better than she did in the past. I'll give her that. Um, but I do not think she was even in the top three. I have a top three here, and she wasn't in the top yeah. three. She was fine. She was perfectly serviceable. She, she but that was, was also it. riding on the wave of Jinx. You know, yeah. she was riding on the wave of Jinx, so she had that energy with her. True. Good point. Very good point. So, you know. All right. Next, we have Monet Exchange. Uh, let's start with you, uh, Nathan Brown. Monet was my other top. I thought she was she was great. I loved that it gets butter like run of mm-hmm. jokes. I th- I just thought it was a good time. Yeah. Lori. Yeah. I thought she did. Okay. I thought she did. She was in my top three. Um, I love that. It's gets, it gets butter stuff. Um, I, I kind of was hoping for more, I don't know. I, I, more jokes, I guess I thought maybe she would be the one who would sort of just be like, like, you know, f- flashing through them, just kind of going, mm-hmm. going, going. And I just felt like, I was just like kind of upset that she didn't do that, yeah. that she was just like, and honestly, I think what really screwed her up was that Trinity did well. Mm-hmm. Cause remember in the, in, when she was doing it with Solomon, she had said she was going to come up for a joke where <laughs> she was said Trinity's probably not going to do well. Mm-hmm. And so I think the fact that Trinity did well, she didn't really have a good comeback for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was fu- great. I think she was good. She was in my top three. She was actually my third place. Um, but uh, she was fine. She was good. There were some parts that kind of lagged, and, and maybe she took a little too long to get there. But uh, she was good. Uh, next, we have Jada Essence Hall. Let's start with you, Lori Roggenkamp. Um, I mean, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. good. It no. was, it, but I will say that she she owned it. You know, mm-hmm. she owned it, and she took she did what's called savor. So in comedy. When a joke doesn't do well, you kind of make a comment on the joke, and then that's called a saver, and that well, that'll usually get a laugh. Um, and so her her joke her set was essentially all savers, mm-hmm. which you know isn't good. But she at least she took ownership, and she was like, okay, I do, I know where I'm at, and I know what I know what I need to do. So yeah. good for her. Nathan but yeah, Brown. it was the worst one. And Brown, yeah, bless her heart, she. It wasn't great, but at least it wasn't cringe. And I think, mm-hmm. Laura, you're right. The savers were funny. Like, it got funnier the worse it got, sort of. Yeah. So, but, it, you yeah. know, no one's going home, so who cares? Yeah. 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 On a different season, they would have been played the Shade Rattle and all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, Yeah, didn't. exactly. 
Um, all right. Uh, it was just not good. And then finally, we have the Vivian. Let's start with you, Nathan Brown. I thought she was really funny, but not hilarious. I would have just preferred if she had done impressions the whole time because that's where she's strongest. So mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. It feels like she could have gone further. Mm-hmm. Laurie? I thought she did great. She was my, my second, my after Jinx. I thought she came from, you know, she came from Jada's mess. She was able to, on the cuff, come up with a good response to that as her, as her intro. And then she, I thought she did great. I thought her joke about Trinity having one of her plastic surgeries explode and then kill her. I thought that was great. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought she, in my opinion, I thought she was, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm okay that Trinity won, but I, I felt like the, the Viv should have won been in the, you know, the top two. Cause she did a great job. I'm a hundred percent on board with Lori. The Vivian was completely in second place for her. What's going on here? Stars. Do you have to go, Lori? Soon, yeah. But yeah, that's why I'm trying to wrap it up. Trying okay. to wrap it up, Lori. That's why I'm trying to buzz through. I go like, oh god, Lori has to go, and she's like, let me give you a treatise on the state of, state <laughs> of comedy. I feel like Jada. I've actually oh. been. I don't know why my voice had to get so. I feel like I've been kind of, you know, mum's the word. I feel like I've been trying to be more succinct. So oh, yes. they had a full demonstration of the Peloton. You know. Yeah. Lori's no, no, no. Like, I'm not talking on, about Let before. me show you guys how a Peloton works. And I'm like, okay, you Lori. You are the one who asked me to show <laughs> you. Yeah, you. you were not. like, do you guys want to see how the Peloton works? And we're not. like, we're trying to do a show, Lori. Oh, my God. All right, here we All go. Right. Now it's time for the looks. We're going to buzz right through these because Lori has to go. So it's just going to be Tudor Boot. No comments. All right. <gasps> Here we go. Uh, let's start with Lori. Raja, Lori. Toot. Nathan. Boot. Lori. Nathan. Mm, All yes. right. Next we have Evie Oddly. Uh, Nathan. Toot. Lori. Boot. Nathan, Lori. Mm. All right, Shay, we're, we're tied like right game. now. Shay Coulee, Lori. Two. Nathan. Two. Jinx Monsoon, Nathan. Two. Lori. Two. Trinity the Tuck, Lori. Two. Nathan. Two ish. Monet Exchange, Nathan. Boot. Lori. Two. Nathan. Lori. <laughs> Jada Essence Hall. Lori. Two. Nathan. Two. Finally, the Viv. Nathan. Toot ish. Lori. Boot. Nathan. Lori. <laughs> All right, and those are the looks. All right, on the main stage, RuPaul names Jinx and Trinity the Tuck the top two all-stars of the week and gives both a legendary legend star before announcing the Platinum Plunger have been retired but still making them battle out and lip-sync for their legacies. Song Kings and Queens by Ava Max. After the lip-sync, Jinx is named the winner and pockets the 10,000 doulas. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? 
Let's start with uh, Nathan Brown. Nathan Brown, any final thoughts on the episode? Anything we missed? Any final thoughts on the lip sync on anything? Sure. I think the lip sync was a bit shit, honestly. I yeah. feel like mm-hmm. Jinx is running out of clothes because what she was wearing, she looks like the little lad that eats berries and cream from that TikTok video. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, what was she wearing? <laughs> and I, I think you and Jay talked about this, Joe, the other week with... Like the physical mm-hmm. contact in lip syncs. It's yes. just getting a bit uncomfortable. Yes. I have it yeah. written down. Why, Why was, was Trinity, Trinity touching blowing Jinx? her? Yes. Jinx did not consent to that. It was very uncomfortable. Laura, any final thoughts on the episode? Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I even though I don't think Trinity should have been in the top two, I felt like she should have won the lip sync. I I thought she did a lot more than than Jinx, but that's mm-hmm. just I don't know. I think she lost um, it because of the the uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, Any final yeah. thoughts on the episode, Lori? Anything that you wanted to say that you didn't get to say? Uh, over. Oh, this is this was brought up a couple of times, and I was going to use it as one of the things I didn't like, but I didn't know if if it would be too mean. Mm-hmm. But I'm just really not liking Ross. I don't know if it's the season, but I've just mm-hmm. realized that he's just not. I feel like it's it's like upside down world because I like Michelle Visage, but I. I'm not liking Ross now. Hmm. So I'll keep Overall. an ear out for that. Laura, Nathan? Um, yes, just on Untucked, there was a mm-hmm. moment where Monet, Monet suggests that she'd slept with someone in the cast, but it doesn't get oh, revealed right. who. And I was just wondering, uh-huh. like, if you guys had any ideas. Like, who do you think Monet no, slept with? No, in the current cast? Yeah. Oh. Shay. You reckon Shay? Oh, no. They, they were think... super complimentary of each other. Oh, really? No, I, th- I see it more as Trinity... Mm. Or Evie? Oh, I would love to sleep with Evie. Thank you. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 7. So, for Nathan Brown, Lori Roggenkamp, and myself, sashay away until next week. <laughs> Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is called Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Finally, follow Joe Bettens on Instagram at Joe Bettens. Special thanks to our expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnes Yeshopinska. Alex S. April Pacheco. Sky. Brad Coley, Karina Williamson, Dave O, Dak Head, Elizabeth Timmer, Emma, E. Smith, Boastful Cake, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Anonymous, Lauren Eckert, Doofus Maximus, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stammen, Mercedes Muller, Nicholas Springham, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, 
Robert NYC, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race.